0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And our guest today is Crow Wing County Administrator Tim Houle. Tim, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you both for having me. Good to see you both. It is uh, time to find out about things happening in the county. And uh, I uh, kind of jokingly said before we started, uh, a lot of people have been calling asking about their property tax statements, I'll bet.
1: Yes, the and- valuation notices did go out. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I think all of us are shocked. I'm just as shocked at the increases in values as I think anybody else. And, of course, I own a house. Mm -hmm. Uh, It applies to me as well as it applies to anybody else. We are just seeing some really significant increases in values um, that has occurred. As long as we're going to have a property tax system, the state system is based on trying to accurately value the property that we're going to place a tax on. And so equalization is the primary thing we're trying to do. In other words, get it as accurate to actual sales data as possible. The state requires us to value properties between 90 and 105 percent of what they're actually selling for. Mm. So we take out transactions like if, uh, you know, a relative sold to a relative, that's not an arm's length sale. We look at every arm's length sale that occurs in the county. And then calculate the difference between what those sales prices were and what we had those properties valued at. Mm-hmm. The difference is that 90 to 105%. So if there's a 30% difference between those two, we have to adjust the values. The value increases that people are seeing in their taxes and the valuation notices does not automatically result in a property tax increase right. at that same percent. That's a common misconception mm. that there's a dollar-for-dollar dollar relationship. It's not that simple.
0: Okay.
1: The best way I could describe it to you is that your local units of government, the county, the school district, the cities, the townships, mm-hmm. they're deciding collectively how big is the tax pie. How many dollars do we need to collect? Valuation is used to calculate how big of a share of the pie each of us get. How large is our slice? So the real, where I think the rubber really hits the road is on the spending of our local units of government. So I can tell you already that, you know, for 2023 Crow Wing County, will be looking at a levy increase probably less than 3%. If everybody's value went up equally, then the only tax increase people would see is the 3%. 3%, If that, you know, we're not the only taxing jurisdiction, but that's what would happen. We have a couple of things that complicate that. Values don't increase at the same rate.
0: Mm.
1: So values on Lakeshore rise at a different rate than values on egg property or values on residential property in Mm -hmm. some of our older cities. Mm -hmm. And so you also see that some people are picking up a bigger share of the pie, as well as picking up the fact that the pie got bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I would say is if you think that your property isn't worth what the county has it valued at, then you get to challenge that value. There are local boards of equalization. There's a county board of equalization. That process is well underway right as we speak. But I just wanted to speak to the issue because I know it's shocking. It's shocking to me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want folks to know this is part of a larger thing. This is not unique to Crow Wing County. This is happening statewide. This is what's going on in the real estate market right now. Yep. It's on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reality is we don't have as many listings as we have buyers, Yeah, which drives up the price.
0: Well, you know, it was a few years ago my wife and I were thinking about selling our home, and when we asked about valuation, they explained this to us about how it is kind of dependent on what the other homes in the area are selling for. Mm -hmm. And they said that also applies to your taxes. So this -hmm. year when I opened that tax statement, I went, now it all makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Because anybody who's been following it, I mean, homes are going for... Uh, way Thousands. over the asking price. Thousands. Right. Yeah.
1: And you saw that when the market crashed in 2008. I, you know, I suppose, I hope folks could remember that when that market crashed, their taxes, their property values went down mm-hmm. in some cases mm-hmm. by 15 to 20 percent back then. Their taxes did not go down by 15 to 20 percent. Because everybody's value went down. Mm -hmm. And so their chunk of the pie. So I really want your listeners focused on, you know, pay attention to the spending that is being done by your local units of government. That determines how big of a pie we all got to share. Valuation is used to determine how big your slice
0: is. Okay. All right. Well, that being said, aren't the tax payments or the first half due pretty soon here, too? Yeah.
1: You know, what we're just talking about now are the values that would apply to next year's taxes. Okay. So you have current year taxes that are also due at the present time. So we have property tax payments. Just want to remind folks, the first half of property taxes are due May 16th. We've got a number of options for you to submit the payments. You can come in in person, of course. Uh, if you come to the customer service counter in our land services building, that's located right behind the historic courthouse. There's also a drop box outside in front of the building. You can pay online or by phone or by mail. It's an interesting, I think, for your listeners to hear that of all of the money that the county collects, 31 cents on the dollar is what stays with the county. The okay. remaining money goes to the other taxing jurisdictions. We're their collection agent, essentially. Huh. Um, and to give you an idea, last winter, we had the 2021-22 snowplow season. Our plow team plowed 86 inches of snow over 18 events. The, ter- the team worked almost 8,000 hours removing snow and ice on 550 miles of county roads. It cost us about $1.2 million. Wow. And that's a big figure. But when you divide that by the 26,000 households in Crow Wing County, what you see is that it cost every household, not every person, every household, $45.73 to get the roads snowplowed, the county roads snowplowed.
0: That was a bargain. That's I would argue it's
1: one of the best bargains in town. You, yeah. you pay more than that <laughs> for your cell phone bill for one month.
0: Yep. Yeah,
1: very interesting. They do a great job, and we hear that on social media. And and so those of you who have commented on our social media posts Mm -hmm. um, thanking the plow drivers for what they're doing, we get a lot of that. And that is just so cool. I can tell you that the plow drivers pay attention to that. It matters to them. Uh, It makes a difference. So thank Mm -hmm. you for paying attention to what they're doing. They do a great job for us.
0: Um, and I don't know if you even have this data, but is that about an average uh, year or was it a little snowier than normal? it was a little bit
1: snowier, yeah. um, but not a ton. You know, these yeah. things have a way of averaging themselves out. So we'll have a right. you know, the last month of April seemed like it would never end. Uh, <laughs> the but right. then I also heard Stu on the radio talking about we were the high average high, we were a lot lower. The average low, we were only a couple degrees lower. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the average snowfall we got, I think we were pretty much right on. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. seem like it, but... Yeah. Oh no, okay. no, it didn't. <laughs> Facts are stubborn things. We
0: were all hoping for sunshine, and so every bit of snow, we thought, this is unusual. But no, it's pretty normal for yeah, April. You know, it's
1: normal. It's, it just would have been nice to see the sun once in a while. So thankfully, it's out today. Go out and enjoy it. Yeah. And
0: speaking of today, there's a job fair going on, isn't there?
1: Yeah, we'd love to have you come out today and come to our community job fair. It's today at 2 p.m. at the Westgate Mall. We have all sorts of uh, openings that we'll be talking there about. But I wanted to focus a little bit on um, public safety. In particular, you know that I think uh, your listeners won't be surprised. It's been challenging uh, for law enforcement in the last couple of years. And these things tend to ebb and they tend to flow. Uh, There are impacts of that resulting change in the public's perception. Uh, I think you could go to law enforcement programs, including our very own CLC, and you would probably hear that they don't have as many folks that are going into law enforcement as they used to. Mm -hmm. I just want to make a pitch to your listeners that this is a noble profession. Uh, We need these people in our community, Mm -hmm. and they do a great job of just keeping us safe and secure. And if you want to have a career that is going to be some of the most meaningful work you're going to end up doing, you are going to respond to people when they are in the worst crisis of their lives, Mm -hmm. an accident, um, you um, you know, something going on in the home. I just want to say to those folks who may be listening out there, you, you should be considering, if you're young, yeah. a, a career in law enforcement. Come on out to uh, the Westgate Mall today at 2. We'll have some folks there it that goes can talk until, to you about it. I think it goes until 2. I think it started at 11. It oh, goes until 2 today. Okay. Very good. So, and okay. that's just oh, in the Westgate yes. Mall. Today until 2 p.m. at mm-hmm. the Westgate Mall. Yep. So just, you know, consider. I think uh, it's a calling for the right people Mm -hmm. and if you're looking for a career in public service and helping others I can't think of much better way to do it than that.
0: Yeah, there are so many different job openings, and uh, it's one of those things where uh, I know everybody is looking for help, but here's your chance to kind of be able to pick and choose uh, from so many different opportunities. Yep. And uh, uh, so we hope a lot of folks will be there today. We
1: have a lot of great, you know, a great culture at Mm -hmm. Crow Wing County, and we work really hard to try to maintain that. And as a result, I will say that we are recruiting from... Local agencies in Minnesota. We're also recruiting as far away. We just recruited an officer from New York City. I feel like that old salsa commercial. (laughs) New York City. New York City. (laughs) uh, And and has the right cultural fit for us. I would not say that we would find every urban officer to have Mm -hmm. the right cultural fit for us. Yeah. But. There are a lot of great officers around yeah. the country and around the state, if we can attract some of those to come living here. Mm-hmm. Look at the assets that we have. Isn't this a Hello. great place to yeah. live? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and so we do recruit from outside, um, but I just think uh, some of the best cops we have are mm-hmm. the ones that we grew ourselves. I have a nephew in law enforcement, mm-hmm. and he I think he does a great job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it is an extremely important job to mm-hmm. our society to mm-hmm. have Great law enforcement. If, so.
1: if we're not secure in our person or our property, man. What the heck, yeah. What yeah. the heck, right? <laughs> yeah. And so that's how important this is. I think it is part of providing the foundation for a civilized society to function
0: very true. I think last time you were here, you were also talking about uh, AIS inspectors. Are you still mm-hmm. looking for those positions too, Tim?
1: Yeah, great part-time job for somebody who may be home from college or uh, off of uh, high school for the summer and want a part-time job, so stop out at the Westgate Mall. We'll have information. Otherwise, you can always check out our webpage at U S. Right on the homepage, we always have career as mm-hmm. uh, one of the buttons that you can click. Uh, mm-hmm. And so always check it out. Um, I think we're offering good jobs in the community. These are you know, public service, if you want to help others, boy, do we got the jobs for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well said.
1: Very re- rewarding. It is it rewarding, is, and yeah. I think a lot I see that in a lot of public employees that mm-hmm. it's it's not just the money. Right. It, no. And uh, it's it's a calling sometimes more than it is a job.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else is going on uh, that we should know about, Tim?
1: Well, we got an Alternatives to Guardianship workshop uh, running from on May 26th from 2 to 4 p.m. This is going to be a free event, and it's a time for folks to learn about the legal aspects of guardianship, the issues affecting older and vulnerable adults, things like safety, autonomy. The event will benefit families, long-term care staff, social workers, medical staff, youth transition staff attorneys. It's sponsored by the county's adult protection team and Crowing Energized. The workshop will be at the sheriff's office at 304 Laurel Street. You can register at crowwingenergized.org or you can call our adult protection team at 824-5232. So as we struggle with, you know, either somebody with developmental disabilities or senior citizens as they age, these kinds of issues are going to come up. And, you know, having gone through them a number of times now, um, it's it's not always easy Mm -hmm. and it's hard. And so trying to help support families when those difficult transitions are starting to occur where someone may not be able to make the decisions for themselves anymore.
0: I went through that with my family as well. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It is. All right. And uh, as the weather turns nice.
1: Yeah, we're done with winter now. And so we're into road construction season. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Move over winter. Yeah, move over winter. Time for road construction. (laughs) We have a significant project that is disruptive in the area going on right now. It is on County Road 49 and 5. That's Wise Road and Beaver Dam. The intersection is under construction right now. That is a very heavily used shortcut. From County Road 3 along the north side, uh, up by Gilbert Lake, and coming out on 371. Yes. Lots of people use that every day, we know, Mm -hmm. based on the traffic counts. (laughs) We also know that there are some intersections (laughs) there, in particular this one, that has had a storied history. Yeah. That's not good in transportation. No, it's not. And so we are putting a roundabout in, and that will slow the traffic down at that intersection. Roundabouts are primarily designed to avoid what are called T-bone intersections, T-bone crashes, where someone doesn't stop at a stop sign Mm -hmm. and keeps going at highway speed and hits somebody else going at highway speed. Roundabouts, are slowing traffic down. Mm -hmm. You'll notice that the angles are kind of glancing angles. And so fatalities are significantly reduced. Where I know they're a little bit challenging to navigate, but I figured them out. So I figure if I can figure them out, anybody can figure them out.
0: You and me you both, too brother. You can do yeah, a roundabout. Exactly. I, you know,
1: like any good monkey, I can be taught. So the, we're, weather permitting, that roadway is anticipated to be back open to traffic in July. It'll be weather dependent. Um, sure. So we're hoping for some good weather there so we can get in and get out. We know that's highly disruptive. Uh, So we apologize. Is it totally stopped? There's no through traffic on that road right now. And so it is totally stopped. You have to go around, take a different route. Okay.
0: It's one of the uh, places I go quite frequently, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, from my vantage point across the lake, I can see Riverside Drive, and I can see the traffic has increased significantly on that road. Mm -hmm. But like you say, there's so many... There's only so many ways to get down and uh, into the city, and you uh, know, mm-hmm. or across to 371. And so, yeah, we've taken away one of those uh, major th- major thoroughfares for about a month, and yep. uh, folks will find their different ways to get where they need to go.
1: You know, it it's, it is terribly disruptive when it's happening, and yeah. it, it aggravates everybody. We know that, um, but when it's done. What we generally tend to hear after our road constructions are done yeah. is, what took you so long? Right. Uh, and so... You could uh, probably say that one about the one in Brainerd by the Essential Health Sports Center, too. Mm-hmm. It took a minute and mm-hmm. it was disruptive, but now yeah. that it's there, easy. It's easy. That, <laughs> yeah.
0: Again, significantly Safer. improved that intersection. Oh. This will do the same to Beaver Dam Road and uh, County Road. uh, five. uh 40, five, yes.
1: 49 and five, Wise Road and Beaver Dam. If you want to know what the county is going to work on for road construction, we make what is essentially a promise to the public in our five-year transportation infrastructure plan, which is on our website. If you want to know what road, mm-hmm. which section of the road that we're going to reconstruct over the course of the next five years, you can go and take a look at that plan. As long as our current county engineer has been here, mm-hmm. we've only moved one project in the plan. Wow. wow. It was because of we were seeing gas tax revenues go down, made us nervous, um, but they've come back. Okay. And so we put it back into the original year. Okay. So we've never not delivered a road on that five-year transportation plan since our current county engineer has been here. That's he pretty considers impressive. that to be a promise. Yeah. That's good. So if you That's want to know great. what we're going to do and when and where, that is what we're going to do when and where. <laughs> when and where. Yep.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Tim, always a pleasure to have you here to talk about what's happening in the county. We truly appreciate it. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you again next month. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Thanks, Tim. Tim Houle is the Crowing County Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You
1: can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.